Yo, what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Tech Supreme, and new episode, Renfree Tech Supreme, and we're doing it a little bit different today. I wanted to experiment, excuse me, I just spit everywhere. I wanted to experiment with a setup, with an audio setup that I haven't used before in hopes of me being able to take the podcast and do it somewhere else, you know, do it on the road, um, you know, just not do it in the same location every time. And this, if it works out correctly, it's going to be a lot of fun for me. Because it'll open up a whole world of different backgrounds, like this wonderful background uh, behind me. Uh, as you guys can see, uh, in case you don't know, you've been living under a rock. These are Funko Pops. And Funko Pops are basically licensed figurines for movie, television, art, and literally anything you can think of that's a licensable thing, they do. They have thousands of them. Um, from you know Marvel, DC, to rappers, to rock stars, to... Uh, directors to to cartoon characters the Funko universe is massive I, I got hooked on it um maybe six seven years ago um i kept seeing them pop up and then i was gifted one and that kind of just uh took me off took me by storm i think my first collection my first time that i realized it was a it, it was a collection was when i got about well about 30 of them um and now i'm at close to 600 like i think i'm at like 597 so yeah, I have a lot of fun codes. But so this is today's backdrop. Um, I'm still working on my lighting situation, so please forgive me if the lighting is off. If you're watching this on YouTube or TikTok, um, how you doing? It's been a couple weeks, which I think I'm uh, gonna start updating every other week. I'm still not sure uh, what's the vibe this this uh, this year, but I'm you know I'm still putting them out, of course, and I I'm, I look forward to interacting with you guys about it. Uh, but anyway, and for the people who are new here, Rent Free with Tech Supreme, me being Tech Supreme, is just a podcast about the things that are, are going on in my head that are living rent free. Um, if you've followed the podcast before, then you know I always start off with a, a fitness journey, health update. Today's no different. We're going to talk about it. Um, what have I been up to? Last weekend, I had people over and had a good time. Ate good. I smoked a bunch of chicken. And everyone seems to love my chicken when I smoke them. I don't do anything crazy with them. I just do a nice brine the night before. Uh, a very simple brine. Uh, salt and seasonings. Garlic, of course. Um, and just let it sit in those juices overnight and marinate. And They usually come out really good. Um, and then I smoke them on the Traeger for about uh, two hours. And then um, heat them up to about 400 degrees to get a nice char on them. And everyone seems to love it. Everyone's saying to me I need to start a food truck, which is a comment that I get often. But I don't think I would ever do food business. I, I know it's a difficult business to get into and to be successful at. And people may like my cooking, and but that's one thing. But then running a full-on restaurant or food truck or food business, that's a whole different thing that really I, I don't have the mental dexterity for. Um, but it is a nice compliment. I got a lot of compliments on the food. Uh, I believe it was Saturday night. It was a good time. Um, definitely everyone had, I think everyone had fun. It was a very small contained group, which I feel like uh, it was perfect. Uh, I think I like, I used to like big house parties. Me and, and my boy Tef, we used to throw these house parties. And, and then me and Ben th used to throw some house parties. Um, and it was always like stressful. Are people going to show up? Is this going to be a, a thing? You know what I'm saying? So like, I like the intimate five or six friends, you know, all like friend circles shit. And 
everyone's just, uh, you know, don't even worry about bringing nothing. Or if you do bring something, more the merrier, right? But, like, it's just so much more enjoyable, more or less pressure. You know, I trust and, and know and love everyone who's here. So it was a lot of good times Saturday night. I really appreciated that. Um, I'm going to try to do it again. Uh, something I've mentioned on this podcast before is is trying to be a better friend in 2022. That's exactly what that was for me. Trying Just trying to reach out more. Be more consistent. We got a homie, Nate, who is probably the only one in our friends group that actually calls people. And I'm not there yet where I can call people because, you know, this is something that I haven't done in 20 years, right? Like, I'm not even, yeah, about 20 years. Um, well, you know, back in high school days, cell house phones was a thing. Everyone had house phones. You wanted to connect with someone. You had, you had to use the house phone. That was simply it. Um, but, you know, as technology progressed and as we progressed, and, and honestly, it feels like we've gotten a little bit further as far as being connected. So it's a hard habit to get back into is calling people. But I, I definitely want to reach out to my friends more um, and family more and just be there and be present and not just kind of settle on Facebook posts or, or Instagram stories to let me know how people are doing. You know what I'm saying? Because people are going through real life shit all the time. And, you know, sometimes people need someone to actually talk to. So I'm, I'm going to try... Uh, to be a better friend and a better person by reaching out and contacting people directly and not and not just settling for the social media flyby experience, which is pretty much, you know, what it is, what it's gone to. So let me know what you think, you guys think about that. Um, now, I did indulge a little bit more this weekend than I normally would. Um, it wasn't I don't do cheat days anymore. I just kind of do cheat meals um, once, maybe twice a weekend. Um, but I've realized that my body can snap back out of that. You know what I'm saying? So like it may raise my, my weight, which is, it shouldn't focus on that anyway, but it may raise it a couple pounds. Usually that's water rate, water weight, you know, like you take in more sodium when you eat outside of your, uh, your, your cooking, right? Cause restaurants and they shit, they don't give a fuck. They, they put in so much salt in that shit. They don't give a fuck. They don't care if your heart snaps out. That's just the truth of it. So, um, you know, I've noticed that, you know, a day or two after that, I'm, I'm lower than I was the f- before. So the same thing happened this week. Uh, it's Tuesday today, and I'm already, I'm not lower than I was before, but I'm like just right there. So um, I'm not really worried about it. Also, one of the coolest things that we did was we got a Peloton treadmill. Uh, got delivered today, and as soon as, it, as soon as the guys left, I, I just hopped on it and did 30 minutes of uh, a couch to 5K, which if, um, if you don't like running or you're not good at running, I think from personal experience, the best way to get back into running or to, to start running, period, is an app called Couch to 5K. I've done this many times to get back, in, to get back into running shape. Usually after the winter, going into the spring, I'll, I'll try to start jogging a little bit uh, just to supplement the, the weightlifting. Um, but honestly, you don't need to, if you want to lose weight, lose fat, you don't need to jog at all. You need to do 30 minutes of steady state cardio, which could be anything. You could be walking for 30 minutes. If you do that every day, you know, you'll, you'll see a difference, you know, your, your weight will fly off you if you're eating right. Um, but yeah, the council 5k, if you like to run and I like to run, I like to bike, I like to bike outside. I don't like indoor bikes. I like to bike outside and like to run outside, but I can run on a treadmill. I like running on the treadmill too, especially if it's cold outside. So today I did uh, 30 minutes on the couch to 5K and only had me at one and a half miles. Uh, so it's like walking, running, walking, running, and it just builds your up your, your endurance if you do it daily. Or not daily, but once every three days, or no, once every two days, once every other day. Uh, that usually is a pretty good uh, starting point for someone who's not in running shape. Uh, but I, I love it. It works. 
And uh, today I had a good time on the, on the on the new the new toy we got the new treadmill. So um, it's weird because now we're going to kind of get out of the health update and talk about Peloton is a good segue. And I this this is one of the episodes in which I didn't write notes for. So I'm just going to off the top of my head. Uh, but Peloton's in trouble for the in the news. They apparently they're kind of uh, not doing well financially. I think it's because of the price point. It's very expensive and there's only so many you're going to sell before you start, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's good enough to last a couple of years, but if you want like the consistent people buying it, you got to lower that price point, right? Because I think the bikes are used to be two thousand, a little bit more, and the treadmills were five thousand, but they had to cut that in half, so they're a lot more affordable these days. Um, but you know, you really gotta look at why they, why they're doing it. And I know they had um, the treadmill got recalled last year because a kid somehow, some way, I don't know, I can't fathom how they did this. But he got underneath it and got crushed, um, which means that someone was on it, running, and the kid was behind it and got swept up. It's, I can't imagine that. It has to be a 100% nightmare, and any company deserves to have a pro- have some flack with that. But also some some, it has to fall on the parent too because I don't feel like that's a like people have treadmills, like people have home treadmills, and that's nothing that just happens often. And out of all the treadmills they've sold, it only happened one time. So there's definitely some negligence there on the part of the parent, but that's really bad publicity for your company. And then and what became bad publicity, but I think it's kind of weird, is um, Sex in the City killed Mr. Biggs on a Peloton, and somehow that related into real life, where people are like, oh, like, let's not buy Pelotons, because you can have a heart attack on it. Well, you can have a heart attack doing anything. You can have it in your sleep. So... For that to affect the real life is really weird to me, but it did. And then another store called Billions did the same thing and referenced Sex in the City, Mr. Big's death on, on it. One of their characters had a heart attack. And somehow that affected their stocks or their quarterly sales or something like that. So they've halted production on all equipment and the CEO is about getting fired. It's just a really whole weird type of situation with that. Um, let me know what you think about that. I'm not really a tech business. I'm a techie, but I'm not a business guy at all. Uh, but I do, like, as a fan of Peloton, I do find it interesting uh, that, like, fictional things have affected its real-life value. I never it really kind of tripped off anything like that happening. Uh, but moving on, in, uh, since we're keeping it business, and I did not write a script, so we're all going over the top of my head, so it's my straight-up straight train of thought. Um, there is a uh, Microsoft bought... A huge company, um, this is really good for the podcast, but I do not remember the name, Bethesda. Well, at any rate, uh, Microsoft bought a bunch of, uh, one huge game company for $68 billion. Um, and uh, it's going to change the scope of Microsoft for sure. Game Pass is going to get a bunch of new titles. It's a really aggressive power play, and I, and I really like what, they, you know, what they're doing with Microsoft. I have a PS5, I have an Xbox Series X. PS5 is more fun to play, uh, but Xbox is still as uh, a staple, you know, in my gaming rig. So it's interesting to see what's going to happen in the future going forward with those companies. And, and me as a video game junkie, I'm I'm here for the ride. I'm I'm all about what you know what they can do to make the gaming experience better. I think Xbox Game Pass is way ahead of its time um, as far as uh, streaming video games for free under one umbrella price. It works, and I know PlayStation has one, but I don't think it works as well. They don't have as many titles, and like they'll do shit like what Sony does is kind of whack. Is they'll do shit like NBA 2K18 is on it, but like if you you know if you're rocking with Xbox Game Pass, 
2K might be on it that later that year, but it might be it's going to be that year's version. Or Madden will definitely will, will might be on it later that year, but it'll be that year's version. It won't be like eight years. You know what I'm saying? Like some corny shit like that. And I think that's that's pretty amazing. Let's try this again. Let's see because I had to reset my phone. Bethesda. Blizzard. Activision Blizzard. I think Bethesda is a part of that. I'm not sure, but Activision Blizzard. So that was a name. Sorry about that. This is what happens when I do zero research for the podcast. This is what happens. So, moving on from that, um, one thing that struck me interesting is one of my homies, uh, my tatted up homie from Florida, shout out to Justin, he, um, he, he listens to the podcast, he uh, called himself up on it, he said he, had, he, he, wasn't, he hadn't checked it out before. He checked it out now and said um, he, what he finds interesting is it kind of feels like an underlying tone of uh, self-improvement and betterment. And I thought that was pretty amazing. So shout out to Justin. I appreciate you. Um, okay. So what, I'm, what I like to do before the podcast when I'm doing my notes is I like to kind of go over my Twitter to see what random things I said. And today I had made a tweet about Patagonia, the brand, and how I've never seen black people wear Patagonia. Now, I had this thought a couple weeks ago, and I went to the website, and it had this um, kind of fake, uh, woke, like, help create, help, uh, like, creator fund, or, or like, uh, I don't know. But it was like this charity fund, for sure. And the first picture I see is black people. And I thought that was weird. And then if you look at their actual article of clothing, I didn't see any black people wear it. Now, I've never seen a black person wear it in real life. I got a homie in New York who, who got on this tweet and said he actually used to rock Patagonia. And I said that we should start wearing that shit the same way they kind of like they kind of dip into, the, into our culture and kind of rock our shit. Um, so I'm definitely going to do that right now to bring it back to the fitness journey. I am a 2XL. And before before I lost weight, the first time I was probably 4 or 5XL. Um, and at the same, not at the same weight, but at similar weights, um, I'm still a 2XL now, which means that the weight distribution is different. And that's fine. I like being 2XL, but I know I can get down to an XL. Um, I mean, I am 6'3", so I don't want to get, you know, I'm not wearing no larges. Uh, but when, I feel like when I get down to my goal weight, I'm going to start rocking some Patagonia. Because I'm pretty sure they don't have big guy sizes anyway. Even though I'm pretty sure I've seen big white dudes wear Patagonia. But, you know, like how we did with Crocs, we made that shit fly. We're going we're gonna to do that with Patagonia. Who knows, Right. Uh, but I just find it interesting when I see that. I always think it's a certain type of person who wears it. And I know people in my family who wear it. Um, you know, my wife is Caucasian and her family. I know they wear Patagonia. But I just never seen anyone who looks like me wear Patagonia. So we're going to change that. Um, one, I got into a huge, huge, a couple hundred comment debate on a XXL post. Because they, XXL, if you don't know, is a hip-hop magazine from the 90s. Or maybe late 90s, early 2000s. Um... They used to be a stable in hip hop culture, and they still they still they're still somewhat relevant. They do the freshman top ten every year, um, so they, they're still pushing their brand. But they have an award show, and they gave Doja Cat Rapper of the Year. And I said, you know, I think Doja Cat's super super talented, but I would have given it to Megan Thee Stallion or I know Cardi B kind of took an off year, but I would have gave it to someone who's actually a rapper. And people got got in their feelings about it, and they got kind of tight about it. And uh, I don't think I'm wrong, right? Now, Doja Cat, super talented. She's a producer, singer, rapper, writer, you know, visual, you know, person. It's amazing talent. And she does rap. And she raps very well. But when you listen to her albums and her music, you know that she's singing more than she's rapping. 
And that gives me Lauren Hill vibes, right? Because, you know, back in the days before, when she was with the Fugees, Lauren Hill could spit her ass off. She could spit better than mostly anyone. But then after the Fugees and she started doing the miseducation of, Miss, of Lauren Hill, she was singing. So now, to me, you're not a rapper anymore. You're a, you're a singer. And you can even hop into bars here and there, but that still makes you a singer, right? I've heard um, Miguel. He, I've heard him bust a rap every now and again, right? Or Jeremiah. Or, like... Or, Miley Cyrus, who's, you know, I don't like her music at all, but I know like you know, when she's appropriating black culture, she'll start rapping. That don't make her a rapper. Same way that Doja Cat, even though 100% amazing, every bar she does, I, it's amazing. It's, su- it's super good rapping, but she's not a rapper. She's not doing 16. She's not doing, a, you know, she's singing and then rapping and then singing. In the same way that you can't say Nelly is a singer because he raps and then he raps sings, but he raps first. So you're not going to say he's an R&B singer. That's how I feel about Doja Cat. So people got in their feelings. And again, no shade to Doja Cat. I like Doja Cat. Now, the shit she was on in them chat groups when she was not recognizing her own identity, that's some, that's some weird shit to me. But I, I look past it, right? I get I got past it, right? And so now I'm, I'm working with the talent. And, you know, it's just a little, yeah, it's, it's great. But it's not rap. She's not a rapper. She's not an MC. She's not going to give you 16. She probably could give you 16. But I feel like Megan Thee Stallion gave a good year like she had a uh, she didn't have as many hits as or or views or streams as as doja cat but doja cat is pop music so she's out of here and megan stallion can make an argument for she has some pop records but she's not like pop i don't think she's fully pop status who knows right i mean she has hundreds of millions of views on, on wop alone you know so let me know what you think i think it's also all a matter of opinion I just think Double XL's opinion that she's the rapper of the year is wrong, but no shade to Doja Cat because she's super talented. And but I know there's other female rappers who who probably deserve that spot, you know, because she don't like she's just not a rapper like that. She's not an MC, you know what I mean? And also just because you rap don't even make you an MC. But it is what it is. Double XL gave it to us. So let me know what you think in the comments. It's a really crazy one. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Okay, this has nothing to do with nothing if you don't live where I live, but I live in a place that gets really cold in the winter, right? Like, I'm from New Jersey. It gets brick in the winter. It's cold nine months out of the year. And where I'm at now in St. Louis, it gets cold, right? It gets super hot summers and super cold winters. But one thing I've noticed the last few years is there's been absolutely no no snow. And I have a problem with that. And here's my logic. I live in a place that's cold. I get it. I'm okay with it. But if I'm going to be cold, I at least want pretty snow to fucking look at. What is the point of being cold if there's no snow? I, I can't find a reason. So there's not even a, 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 a segment we're talking about too long, but what the fuck gives? We've had one snowfall this year so far, this season, right? And it was like a light dusting. Is this global warming? And if so, is the temperature going to rise up too? There's literally no precipitation. There's no snow. I, I think, I'm, I know there's people in a part of the country because I think New York City's about to get a foot of snow today or tomorrow. And I know Ohio got a bunch of snow. And I think Chicago got a bunch of snow. But it's just skipping right over St. Louis. And I feel like it's done it the last couple years. It, it, to me, it's disappointing. I need snow if I'm going to, that's my look forward to in the winter. I got two things in the winter that I look forward to. I'm not really big in the holidays. I don't give a shit about Christmas. I care about snow 
and I care about Mardi Gras. Now, you guys can't see this, but all of my LED lights are in Mardi Gras colors. I am in full Mardi Gras mode. I'm ready to go. Now, is, is, it, is it a super spreader event? It is. But so is the Super Bowl. So is all these sporting events happening. So y'all enjoy that. I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to be at Mardi Gras. Um, now, I'm not going to the main thing. I might, I might dip my toes in. Because it's St. Louis, just so you know, St. Louis has the second biggest Mardi Gras celebration in America. Hundreds of, th- hundreds of thousands? It could be hundreds of thousands. It's a lot of people come down to Soulard and they celebrate Mardi Gras. Now, is it an excuse for St. Louis people to get drunk? Yes, that's what it is. Okay? Now, some people might be Catholic or whatever and they might do the Fat Tuesday thing and all that, all that good stuff. That's on them. But I know most of these people coming down here just to have a good time. And it is a good time. It's a fun time. I love Mardi Gras. I love New Orleans. We went last year for my 40th birthday. It was a blast. I can't wait to go back and get that food. Um, But Mardi Gras, that's my thing. That's what I look forward to. So I need that snow. I don't need snow on Mardi Gras day. But I need that snow in St. Louis because that's what I look forward to in the winter. Mardi Gras and snow. That's what I look forward to. I'm an introvert. I like my basement. I like my 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 dwellings, my cave. I love I love it when it's snowing outside and everyone's shut down. And I mean here, chilling, warm, vibing. That's my shit. It's, it's my fortitude, uh, fortress of solitude. For any Superman fans out there, you know what I'm talking about. We need some more snow. Let me see here. Um, I bought air tags now. I'm not going to tell you why I got AirTags, right? But I need something that if it's stolen, I need to be tra- needed to be tracked. AirTags are f- interesting. And I believe very good technology, right? Like very useful. So there's a little little thing. I don't have any near me. But it's a little white thing with a battery. And it can track anywhere near any iPhone, n- no matter if it's yours or not, right? So if someone steals something from you and... It has an AirTag on it. Every time that AirTag is near a uh, iPhone, it's gonna ping, which is incredible. Only problem is if it doesn't, if like they go take it to some remote uh, bumfuck town, <laughs> you probably won't find your shit. Um, but what thing that's been happening is people have been using that to track cars to to, to follow people's home and steal their shit, um, either whether it's carjacking or potentially kidnapping. Uh, so it's something that I don't think Apple's really addressed, and I think I think they definitely should. Um, now, uh, my wife has one of the AirTags on her, and she's in uh, out of town for for work, and she's with. I know she has a, her work iPhone, and know the person she's with, they have an iPhone as their regular phone, and they haven't gotten any notification that they have an AirTag on uh, tra- tracking them, and they're supposed to be able to do that. And I think that's a fail on Apple's part. That tech, that if you have an AirTag that you that that's on you, even if it's not on your account and it's following you after a certain period, it should let you know. And it, and it's just not, and that's bad. And um, I think people are like, um, I think it's a, it's a it's been a it's become a tool of kidnappers, which is absolutely insane. Uh, but as far as the technology goes for self, I do like it. I do enjoy it. Um, but I do wish that they kind of made it a little bit safer. It feels a little bit weird that, that my wife hasn't gotten an alert that she's being tracked. Um, last thing I want to talk about, because you know I like to keep the podcast short, 
is this incredible weekend of football we've had. Now, um, I was into football in the beginning of the season, and then my wife is more into football than I am. I'm a, definitely a basketball guy, um, and she uh, actually kind of got out of it when she got kicked out of her last man standing league. Um, so I kind of took a backseat on football. But this last weekend, I missed most of the games. I did catch two games Sunday. They were absolutely incredible games. This may have been the best weekend for uh, NFL playoffs um, in many years. I mean, I think every game was either an, uh, was a last-second win or and an underdog team won. This, the Kansas City Chiefs game, which is basically the team that I root for since it's a Missouri team and we lost to Rams, that end game was insanely good. Now, uh, I, there's controversy with the overtime rules. I get it. I didn't like the rules when they changed them to the new rules, um, but it is what it is. You know, NFL is it's always been really about sudden death. Um, I believe it's uh, if you don't score, the other team has it. I like the sudden death rules better than the current rules. It is a little bit confusing. And off the top of my head, it's a weird thing where, like, if they kick a field goal, you can kick a field like you can drive and kick a field goal. And it just always just be sudden death, which in, in the way it worked out for the Chiefs, it kind of was. They got they won the coin toss, they scored a touchdown, game over. That's kind of what football has always been about as far as overtime is concerned. Uh, so that aspect doesn't really bother me as much. But, you know, a lot of people are upset. Everyone except for the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills is the one or are, are complaining about it. And, of course, the Chiefs aren't saying shit. But the Chiefs lost a couple years ago in the same fashion in overtime, and they had a big complaint to do about it. Uh, obviously, the rules didn't change, and they're not going to change, I don't think. And I also, you know, I, I'm a big fan of doubling down. So if you if you think that's what if the NFL thinks, you know, that's what they want to do, then they should they they shouldn't listen to any of the uh, the naysayers on it. You know. So uh, as far as the Super Bowl is concerned, I know uh, the Kansas City Chiefs they play. Uh, I can't remember who do they play. I forgot. And that's just that. But I remember the uh, the Rams play the 49ers. I hope the Rams beat the 49ers. Not a Rams fan. Used to be a hardcore Rams fan. And I'm still part, kind of a Rams fan, but I hate Stan Kroenke. Uh, most people from St. Louis do, uh, who's the owner, because uh, he really fucked over our city. And I, I do want to see who Kansas City plays, because I, I know I t- at some point today I knew. Uh, the Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. Burroughs. So that should be a good game, but I think the Chiefs are going to win that. I would love to see a Chiefs-Rams um, Super Bowl, which I believe... Was that the last year Super Bowl? I would love to see that. Um, I thought it was hilarious that after Tom Brady got uh, eliminated on Facebook, people were marking themselves safe from another Tom Brady Super Bowl. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, But that is our episode. We're in free with Tech Supreme. Let me know how you feel about the audio. If you are a listener, consistent listener, let me know how this audio stacks up with your previous episodes. The other ways I do it is a little bit more complex, um, definitely more professional. But I do would like to be. I would love to be able to keep this mobile. Um, like I know I'm going back out of the country in a couple week, couple months, and I would love to be able to do an episode there. I think it'd be really, really fly if I can take my rig with me. So this is, you know, this is a wireless setup, um, and I would really love to be able to do that. So let me know in the comments what you think. If you're new here, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, tell a friend to tell a friend. My name is Tech Supreme. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for listening to Rent Free Tech Supreme and supporting the cause, the podcast. We are in works to, to, to blow up and glow up. I am talking to some few people that can to pull a few strings, and we're going to start doing some marketing and, and some fun stuff like that. So, 
<laughs> I can hear some something going on upstairs. Um, so thank you for listening. Much love. I will see you guys next time. Rent free with Tech Supreme. Peace out. Let's see your head rent free.